leadership and teamwork concepts contained in this book are not abstract theories, but practical and applicable. We encourage leaders to do the things they know they probably should be doing but aren't. By not doing those things, they are failing as leaders and failing their teams. While rooted in common sense and based on the reality of practical experience, these, principle re these principles require skill to implement. Such concepts are simple but not easy. And they, are, they, and they apply to virtually any situation, to any group, team, organization, or individual seeking to improve performance, capability, efficiency, and teamwork. They are sometimes counterintuitive and require focused effort and training to implement in practice. But this book provides the necessary guidance so that anyone can apply the principles and, with dedication and discipline over time, master them and become effective leaders. So there's a little piece from the introduction of Extreme Ownership, how Navy SEALs lead and win, which was written by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Um, I did go over the introduction and chapter one back in, honestly, another episode. I'm looking it up right now, but I did it. And I know I remember Eddie being on that episode with me and uh, us talking about I, I went through the I went through those two sections because I thought it was necessary. And then. Uh, we, I, and then we talked, you know, I, I believe we talked about, I'm going to, I'm going to, either way, I'm going to have the, here, let me get it. Okay. So, uh, episode 10, which I have in the show notes anyways, that was March 23rd, 2017. Uh, it's titled extreme ownership part one. And I'm certain that that's where me and Eddie, I dive into the book. Eddie's here, uh, going along and I wanted, and the reason why I'm hitting this topic again, but specifically simple but not easy is because i've had to i feel like i've been dealing with that all week leading up to now leading up to uh this pod this podcast episode and so i started off with extreme ownership and now i'm going to move over to jocko's book discipline equals freedom field manual and there's a couple in here where he you know and it's i'm going to read four sections this, this is going to be a nice short and sweet podcast um, but i'm going to read four sections and one of them is going to be my hardest simple but easy task and the other one is my easiest simple but easy task for myself that I've learned over these past two years. And when we get to them, I hope it'll make sense and uh, I thank you all. I, I, I want to do this before I get into the book, but I, I do thank you guys for listening and tuning in week after week. This is week 73. Um, super stoked. I mean, it's it still blows my mind. Like the fact that that blows my mind is what's like been, you know, clouding my my thoughts and taking up space, good space, good real estate in my brain. Because like, okay, let let let's keep going. I want to try to keep improving. And um, last thing before I get into the book is I started vlogging, so I'm gonna have that in the show notes as well. Um, I'm gonna I, I do want to go over how to pronounce my name officially and how you can pronounce my name if you need some help um i didn't realize that i haven't done that until now and frankly i i i can understand how people pronounce it a certain way but it's like okay let me just fix that up and then we'll go from there but yes i'm vlogging on youtube um the, sh the link will be in the show notes and now i'm gonna get into the book the back of this book says there's no shortcut there's no hack there's only one way so get after it and i'm gonna jump in right at one of the first sections and the question is where does discipline come from where does discipline come from this is a simple answer discipline comes from within discipline is an internal force 
Sure, you can have discipline imposed on you by a person, like a drill instructor or that self-help guru on TV. But the reality is, he won't give you real discipline. Because that external discipline is not strong. It will not survive. It cannot stand on its own. What you are looking for, what you need, is self-discipline. Self-discipline, as the very term implies, comes from the self. You. It comes when you make a decision to be disciplined. When you make a decision to be better. When you make a decision to do more, to be more, self-discipline comes when you decide to make a mark on the world. If you don't think you are disciplined, it is because you haven't yet decided to be disciplined. Yet. It is because you haven't created it. Yet. You haven't become it. Yet. So where does it come from? It comes from you. So make the decision. Make the commitment. Become the discipline. Embrace its cold and relentless power. And it will make you better and stronger and smarter and faster and healthier than anything else. And most important, it will make you free. Upon listening to, or getting introduced to Jocko Willing, now a solid two years ago, uh, getting into that, I was very motivated at the beginning because Jocko's a pretty serious person. I I can I know I can be a pretty serious person, and so with that, it's like man, like I found someone that I feel like I can connect to, even if it's through the internet. You know, someone that's like, oh yeah, I I, I know I'm kind of like that. I know I I know I can. I can do better. So I did that. And going from there, I, I started, I mean, I honestly, I think it was a solid year. So let's say going into next year's where I found myself, my first little, not plateau, but my first little falling, my first little valley. And that's where it's like, Oh, and that's where the consistency comes in. And that's, I've talked about consistency. I've talked with Brian about consistency on here. I've brought it up multiple times. And, and it's one of those things that's like, it 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 still gets me to this day, and and I like going through this through these through these uh, pages of various books, not just this one, but various books, because it, it it's a good reminder for me, and hopefully now uh, with the people who have who I've been able to connect with through here and now in person that listen to the podcast, you know, can take these words, maybe even buy the book. This book's a very easy read, but buy the book and you know go through it and see what what you've been doing and you know what we can improve on. The next section I want to read, uh, because to me it entitles the simple but not easy. Um, and also there's, there's a bigger picture, and this one's titled Questions. Knowledge is a powerful tool. It is the master of your tools. It is where you your tools come from, because without knowledge, there is nothing. Let's take that one step further. Knowledge is the ultimate weapon. It trumps over, It trumps all other weapons. Thought is what wins. The mind is what wins. Knowledge is what wins. And you gain knowledge by asking questions. Which questions should you ask? Simple. Question everything. Don't accept anything as the truth. Question it all. When you don't understand a word, get out the dictionary. When you don't understand a concept, break it down until you do. When you don't know how something works, dig into it until you do. Ask every question that comes to mind. That is how you learn. And the most inco- most important question, question yourself. Question yourself every day. Ask yourself, who am I? What have I learned? What have I created? What forward progress have I made? Who have I helped? 
What am I doing to improve myself today? To get better, faster, stronger, healthier, smarter. Is this what I want to be? This? Is this all I've got? Is this everything I can give? Is this going to be my life? Do I accept that? Ask yourself those questions. Those hard questions and then answer them truthfully. And realize that all of us, all of us can do better. We can be better. And it starts when you begin to ask those questions. So ask the hard questions of yourself and find the path to progress and discipline and to freedom inside the answers. Sugar-coated lies. I know those donuts are tempting. All those colorful sprinkles, the cream filling, the glaze, the glorious glaze. And on top of all that, they are free. Someone brought them in and just left them there. Right here. Right in front of me. Surely this must be some kind of sign. Some kind of miracle, right? I mean, food is food and if it's free, I pretty much need to eat it. It would be ungrateful for me to say no, right? Right? Wrong. Dead wrong. <laughs> Those donuts aren't food. They are poison. Same with the chocolate chip cookies, the double dutch chocolate cake, the can of soda, the bag of potato chips, the pretzel wrapped hot dogs. All that junk isn't food. It doesn't fuel you. It kills you. It literally kills you. It isn't going to make you stronger, faster, healthier, smarter, or better. It's going to do the opposite. And you know, you know this. You know you don't eat any of that junk. But it's the only choice. Wrong. Unless you have gone for an extended period of time without food, you don't need to eat. And you definitely don't need to eat that poison. You don't need to eat. You don't even know what hunger is. Humans can go 30 days without food. You can make it. So when th those foods are tempting you, calling your name and enticing you with your with their sugar-coated lies get angry get aggressive stand your ground hold the line hold the line for your health your mental toughness and to exercise your will which i promise is stronger than the will of a donut if you want it to be hold the line and that one's important to me because sugar it's a problem, and I, I just started reading an article that P Dr. Peter Tia released, and I'm I I just already shared it on my Twitter. I'll probably eventually share it, maybe on here or on the vlog or uh, various places. But it was so far of what I've read, it it's been very really good, and that's been my main struggle. And I, there's an episode again, and I'll put in the show notes where I talk about my blood and and how I thought fasting would help a certain thing, and it didn't. But you know, it still comes down to the things that you put in your mouth. And even now, I have the problem. You can ask anybody. You can ask my friend Gonzo. You can ask Eddie. I mean, I'm, I still buy candies. I still do this. I still do that. And I try to mitigate it. But whenever I do follow the path, it's it's treacherous to myself. And it's no one else's fault. But that's what that's what that's what's happening. That's what goes on. That's the truth. And so I'm gonna segue now. <laughs> Use that to segue into this last section, which I feel is is my peak. And, and I hope that I can leave a strong statement with reading this part of this book because it's the part that I know that I do not want for anybody in the world. It doesn't matter if you're if if you're my worst enemy, you you're gonna do 
what you're going to do. And when I read this title, it's going to make sense. But to close out, I'm going to close out with this section. And we'll see you guys next week. And I appreciate y'all listening in. Um, again, I'm, I'm working on I The plan so far is, is to have two weeks of, uh, of guests on. So we're, we're going to have my, fr- my cousin Matt and Frank. So now we're going to have them together. And then uh, introducing my friend Julie which you'll get to meet her probably in two weeks. The plan is two weeks. So we're getting that going. And again, everything's in the show notes. Uh, hopefully after you read this, you, you'll be a little bit less lazy on yourself. Not lazy on me. I'm, I'm, I'm reading. I'm, I'm doing these things that I'm trying to, if anything, encourage some movement. But, you know, everything's in the show notes. Links, Twitter handles, Facebook. Uh, uh, I didn't have Snapchat. I have my Instagram handle on there. The vlogging, all that stuff's on there. And uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys next week. This last piece is titled Regret. Regret. The things I could have done differently or so- or learned sooner. There's so much knowledge out there, so much information, so many ways to get better. And we make so many mistakes. We are the product of our mistakes. And oftentimes, the lesson is sitting in front of our face there to be learned but we miss it or we don't pay attention to it or we think we know better until it punches in the fa- punches us in the face the most important thing to learn is that we have so much to learn we all do we can learn from school and people and experience and life but you have to progress the information absorb it you have to accept it you have to open your mind free your mind so that you can learn and make real progress are there things I regret and things I wish I could I had done differently? Of course. Hindsight is hindsight is 2020. And looking back, who wouldn't want to take another go at something and improve by doing it again? And then why not do it again and again and again? Why wouldn't who wouldn't want to do things over until you have it perfect? But the fact is You don't get that chance. You get one shot. We get one shot at this gig right here. Life. One life. That's all we've got. And the most important thing to understand about regret. Is that in and of itself. Regret is worthless. It does nothing for you. In fact. The only thing valuable in regret. Is the lessons you learned. The the knowledge you gained. But walking around filled with regret gets you nothing. So learn and move on. Don't let regret beat you down. Don't be a slave to regret. No. Let it teach you. Let it make you better. Let it let the fear of regret fuel you to take action today now. Take action now to become a person not filled with regret, but a person person Filled with knowledge and strength and power and life.